Gis Perktes Mishnah Zion 9.7. The Mishnah takes a small excursus talking about topics that have nothing to do with Shvias for a moment. Um, but since we talked about the Revia Shnia, the second reigns, the Mishnah discusses the application of that principle of second reigns, that idea of second reigns in other areas of halacha. The Mishnah says, Kiyotzibo. The same principle applies elsewhere. Um, in the case of, for example, Hamas Kirbayas Lechavero Ad HaGishamim. If a person says, I'll rent you that home until the rains come, rains plural, Gishamim, rains plural, so then, Achetered Revia the deadline for when the rental is over would be the time of the second rains, which here would be, let's say, the 23rd of Cheshvan, because that's when the second rains can be expected to have come, and that was when the contract would end. Similarly, Hamudur Hanam Mechaveru Gishamim, if a person makes a neder, a person says, the your possessions, for example, are forbidden to me it's as if they were a Corbin. I will not get benefit from them until the rains come. So then, Ad Shater Reviashnia, he may not get benefit from those things that belong to his friend um, until the Reviashnia, till the second rain. There's a discussion already in the in the Dharam if uh, we're talking here about when the rains actually fall for the second time, or if we're talking about the 23rd of, of um Cheshvan, and in fact, there are other shitas. It could be the Zion Cheshvan, the 17th of Cheshvan, whatever it is. Um, we pass on 23rd of Cheshvan, and fine. Now the mission returns slowly to the question or discussion that are relevant to Shvias, but not entirely. Here we transition. We say, um, Until when may the poor people enter into the Pardes as an orchard? True for fields as well. Um, until the second rain. So now, this is not referring exclusively to Shvias. That is to say, in every year, there's certain gifts left to the poor outside of Shemitah year. So, for example, the Peya, the Shecha, the Leket. So the question is, um, when may Anim go into one's field to collect the Peya, Shecha, Leket, etc.? Um, and the answer is, until the second rains come. Because once the second rains come, the problem is, by traipsing through your field, they'll be damaging your crops that are supposed to be growing this year. And therefore, they're not allowed to, no longer allowed to come once the rains start to fall, because that's when the sprouts will come out of the ground and will be damaged um, by people coming in. So it's too late by the second rainfall. This also, however, applies to the halachas of Shemitah itself. That is to say, in the eighth year after Shemitah, the stuff has, the produce has to be left Hafker for wants to take it. So until when may people come into your field to help themselves, your produce as Kedushashvias? The answer is until the second rains come. And the same principle applies here, that once the second rains have come, so at that point, walking through your field would damage your field, and therefore people are not allowed to pass through it because they have no right to damage your field, even if they would have rights to the produce itself. Which means that in the case of fruit, for example, so fruits on the trees will remain... Um, available to the public as Kedusha Shvias well into, well into the eighth year. It could be up until Purim of the eighth year in certain fruits. So since the Aniyim can't walk in the fields openly and, and trample whatever's growing there, but they need to be provided access, I should say Aniyim, but Lavdav Ganiyim, anybody who wants to collect these fruits, um, have to be provided access. Otherwise, if they can't have access to the trees, so then that would be illegally guarding the fruit and treating it as as Shamur, as, as privately owned, when really it's Hefker, it's Shemitah, everyone unowned. Um, therefore, the owner of the trees 
must provide some kind of pathway that allows for access um, to the fruit trees in the eighth year. So on the one hand, those who want to come collect the fruits have no right to trample through the petunias or the, where the, you know, the grass is sprouting, the wheat grass is sprouting, etc. Um, they may not go there, but they must be provided with another means of access. Otherwise, the parish fias are being illegally protected and would become usher in their own right. Um, and of course, if the owner of the trees doesn't provide access to people want to get access to those trees, so then two rights don't make two wrongs don't make a right. The person who didn't provide access is a, in violation of Alkalashmita, but the people who want to get access have no right to damage his property. Um it just makes it that the the Perosar have been illegally guarded and according to some, like for example Tosfos, they become totally usar altogether since they were illegally guarded Perosphias. Fine. Um new paragraph in the Mishnah, new thought. We have talked about how there are various permissible uses for peroshvias, and they'll have to do with achila that had to be consumed in the way that just like when you eat something for consumption, it's the benefit you get from the produce is concurrent with the destruction of the produce. So to any kind of consumption where the benefits are simultaneous with the destruction, that is permissible usage of peroshvias. So for example, drinking it or Shmir on your body is an and like anointing oil where it goes into your skin and so on. Um, those are permissible uses. But we've said that to burn perishvius is not legitimate because it's a two-step process. First, you burn it, that releases heat, and then that heat will then go um, later to you know cook the bread you're cooking in the oven or whatever it is. So it's a two-stage process. The benefits of the bread getting cooked is not concurrent with the wheat getting, with the parish fields getting burned. And that being the case, it's forbidden to, to do, uh, any burning of things that have produced fields. The question here is, um, once the time has come and beer has passed and everything, so now, of course, beer could even mean to burn produce. So the question is, when can you burn produce, um, after the Kedushas Shvias time has passed and time beer has passed, et cetera? Um, that's the question here. At what point can you take tevin and kash, you know, straw and whatever, stubble, um, that was animal food, but no longer can be fed to animals. You want to burn it in your stove to whatever, heat up your stoves. So the answer is, once the second rains have come, so then there's no longer any tevin or kash straw in the fields for animals to eat. The, the story of eating straw is finished. And the straw you have left in your possession can now be burned for your benefit.